We are live from the Last Out Media Studios. Yes, uh, this is the Breakfast and Bias Land crew, and uh, you're probably wondering what are we all doing here, and you know what's happening. So before I get into all the you know, details of you know what's going on, what's going, in, what's the deal with the blue mics, the blue walls, and all that propaganda and all that good <laughs> stuff, and uh, listen, I, I just want to open up. First of all, I want to open up Devra Sports. As we are preparing for a big opening weekend here at Last Out Media Studios, uh, we've been uh, – some tragic things have happened in our lives. Um, one, I will start with one, Matt Klein. He has lost his father uh, in a heart battle with cancer, cancer, and I myself have lost my sister. Um, and I think – I'm, I'm not pursuing it. I'm waiting for the autopsy, but I'm not going to detail that. Um uh, yes, I've lost my sister. So Tuesday. So with that happening, I have everybody to thank. I mean, people from Tuesday till today, I've had people reach out to me personally to see how I'm doing. Me, my family, um, to check up on us. I, I couldn't, you know, thank the world enough for you know, with maybe four to five hundred people who've checked in with me, my brothers, and my parents to see how we are making out and. Um, it's 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 been tough. I'm not gonna lie, uh, but me being here and wanting to you know do this with you guys will help me you know lift my spirit into a direction. And my sister would want me to do this also. Um, so again, to everyone who's you know messaged me um, from my old neighbors, friends, old coworkers, coworkers, podcasters, broadcasters, all that you know former athletes i mean people have reached out to me personally and wanted to make sure i was okay but with that all being said yes this is last out media studios um me and my guys have moved on from our old spot um it was nothing personal this is what we trend we believe it's in the better direction for the team and i you know speaking with uh the owners here with john and john and Vinny. Um, this has been a, you know, this is what Devro sports is about, about taking to the next level and moving, you know, raising the bar. So like, again, nothing personal against, you know, our old spot, but this is just for me. And this is the opportune time to take our team to the next level. And this is, we all believe that this is, you know, what we intend to do. So when you see Devro sports and preface and bias slam crew working as one here, and trust me, we're going to be, uh, working with you guys, and we appreciate the fan base supporting us all the way. So, with that being said, let's start the Breath and Fire Slams crew. I am with my guy to the left, Chio Frost. Chio, good morning. How are you? You guys need a proper welcome to the Last Out Media Studios from Philadelphia, the best yes, yes. wrestling show yes. in the land. From all around the land, to, to and fro, it is the best damn podcast in the world. Welcome to Breakfast. And body slams. Thank yes, you. Yes, yes. I see. <laughs> John, John picks up the pieces while I was laying low. That's what I'm talking right. about. We, you know, what I mean, talk about a warm welcoming. Yes, talking about greasing up the poles early this morning. <laughs> My man John came out fire, and that's what I'm talking about. I haven't even had coffee yet, fellas. So wow. Can, you know, <laughs> that makes, uh, I haven't even that had makes my protein us. shake yet. Yes, I don't um, have pre-workout in the body, but that that just beat me. Yes, yes. Just, now I feel like I'm about to come through the curtain. I guess like, we're all just slacking off a little bit, but he just blew it out the yes, water for John us. John just came out fire. So, uh, again, I'm here with my man, Chio Frost. Chio, good morning. Good morning. Like like they both said, welcome Breakfast and Body Slams viewers, listeners. We're here live in the Last Out Media studio here, and uh, we're getting things done today as we have a good topic for you. And, um, and not to mention, like I said, we got Pat, a.k.a. Frankie Frizzo, as well as Dennis Reaper. and and myself, Chio Frost, as they, as he already been saying, calling my name out over and over again. <laughs> That's what I've been doing. But uh, uh, we're supposed to have a couple other guests here. They're not here yet, so hopefully they arrive. If not, we're just going to keep the show going, and um, just going to give some cheap plugs and shout outs to the rest of the Devereaux, uh podcast crew, the teams. Uh, Devereaux, uh well, the Gobbler Inc. 
Yes, the Goblin and, and the Solomon Squad are yes. on this Sunday, 9 a.m. for the Gobbler Inc. and 10 a.m. here in studio. Uh, did their did their hours change? No, are the are the flip flop or is this new? This is this no this is uh no this is going to be the same hours. We're just opening. This is home opener. This is the home opener okay. to the Last Out Media crew. Uh, we're we're a site to get started. I mean, Devro Sports is coming out swinging. I mean. Two, I mean, from here, we got three more shows. We got two tomorrow. We got one on Monday. And, and before we get started into the wrestling talk, I want to say thank you, John Barcher, for waking us up. Our producer of the show, he, this is going to be a, a, a man who's, you know, who's been in the business for a long time with sports radio. Uh, the, the man I, I, I'm deeply honored to get in and work with. I, I can't wait for him, Vinny Quinn, John Creighton. I cannot wait. To work with these fellas, guys who've been in the game for a long time, guys have you know experience, guys who have vision, guys who can give really help this team out, and that's just why one of the main reasons that we're here, and that's why we we are here today. And I see my man, good morning, Tom Schmidt, one of my uh, good friends at Penn Dot, uh, you know, <laughs> saying good morning, champion. Uh, so Tom, good morning to you too, buddy. But yeah, let's get started. Uh, yeah, like I want to continue. Um... Plus, then the Gobbler and the, and the Solomon Squad, they are practically on every other Sunday. So the fans yeah. can out there, they can flip-flop back and forth, and that's at, what, 9 a.m. then? 9 a.m. And, and yeah. you said about Mondays, that's Devereaux Sports Plus at 6 p.m. So don't forget to tune in for Devereaux Sports Plus. So we have a great team. I'm going to give a quick shout-out to our podcast affiliates in the wrestling world. The guys at Tornado Tag Podcast, Anthony and Andy Header, every Friday night. At, at 9 p.m., the guys over at 2300 Wrestling Podcast, Dave Keener and D.B. Richards, and one other one that uh, I don't get too frequently to get to listen to, and that's The Wrestle Life with Brutal Bob Evans. He gives a lot of wrestlers out there advice how to better themselves and to move forward in the world of professional wrestling. Right. Now, on the hot topics of today's show, is from our previous show that we had we did managers and we had our mount rushmore yes and dennis reaper chimed in <laughs> yeah. with, oh my god he wasn't on the show but he chimed in he texted me he gave me his list and and the the last one on the list was <laughs> vicky guerrero on his mount rushmore today he claims he's ribbing us but you know what? I'm going to give him at least one to two minutes to plead his case why yes. Vicky should be on a Mount Rushmore. Yes, this Rushmore. is like more like the so Jared Springer look, 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 show. Look, look, you got to explain yourself listen. here. First off, I really was ribbing you guys. But in my defense, I think Vicky Guerrero was a great manager, without a doubt. Everybody she ever did manage, right, got gold. Every single one of them. She helped per- make those wrestlers way better because of the legacy she came from. You know what I mean? So she's a Guerrero. She learned from the Guerreros. She is phenomenal. But it was a total rib to put her on there. But I, don't know, I didn't think you guys were going to fault. Believe but me, at but this, when you're saying that uh, that she got go with this and that, that's like having the promoter of a show manage a group and everybody in his group has gold, but that don't mean they deserve it or this and that. No, you know? no. I, again, I was ribbing you guys on the whole Vicky Guerrero thing because... This is when I thought my brother was an idiot on the show. <laughs> that comment, you know, made him look like an intelligent and, man. And 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 there was a toss-up. Who was the bigger buffoon? Right. Was it your brother right. or, or Dennis? Right. <laughs> and we were trying to figure it out. Right. No, like, I was totally ribbing you guys. I didn't think you guys were going to believe that one. I was waiting for you guys to be like, yeah, Dennis, that's, that's not happening. No. <laughs> but everybody else on the list, 100%. Is my oh. Mount Rushmore. Yes, Vicky, I agree with you with everyone Vicky else. Vicky Guerrero was a great manager. Is she a Mount Rushmore manager? No. <laughs> no. 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 Well, I'm glad you clarified no. that up. I just didn't think you guys were going to, like, put me on the spot. And then you guys put me on, like, well, I'm just going to defend myself here. But she was a great manager. Is she a Mount Rushmore manager? No. Okay. Now, with Dennis putting us out there with that little swerve of his, do you find his actions, him, innocent? Oh, that yeah. that or guilty, guilty with three X's on it. Guilty, throw him in. Put I, the cuffs on him. So I, I vote. Got, I, got I vote guilty as charged. So I got cut off. America's Got Talent with the three X's. On it. <laughs> oh yes, yes. Your right. 
you must walk around in shame. So we do have a comment. My cousin did just comment. He goes, Vicky is a heat magnet. Absolutely. <laughs> Bitch, that's what she was good with. She could do anything she wanted to get fans a hater. But she's still she's not a Mount Rushmore manager. But nah. she was good. She was she's for females, she's one of the top in the top five, I would say. I don't know. I'm, I don't five. I'm saying, and, 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 and the thing is, Mount Rushmore is only four, so no, no, she no, don't no. even make the. No, uh, no, I'm just saying, in managers in general for males and females, she's one of the top five female managers in the wrestling business. Okay, well, you played your case on Vicky Guerrero. Right, we both found you guilty. You must hang your head in shame <laughs> from here on out. I'm not gonna hang. Look, I got head. Luna Machan ahead of Vicky. Okay. Okay, so let's move on now yes, yes. to let's catch up a little bit because some of the people don't know what other projects we got going on out there. So, Dennis, you want to start with, like, what do you have yourself going on in the wrestling world or, you know, so our projects? I have a bunch of things going on. So we have my own wrestling promotion called DEFCON Pro Wrestling, D-E-F-Q-O-N, not D-E-F-C-O-N. Check them out on Facebook. Um, find me on Facebook. Uh, YouTube, Twitter, we have it all going on. Instagram, um, hopefully, the green light happens where we can run our first show either in July or September. Um, hopefully, it's soon. Gotcha. Uh, buildings are waiting. They don't want to sign the, the 12-month deal because of the whole COVID deal still. Um, but that's about to happen. I have what's called as Reap the Future with Dennis Reaper, uh, which you're going to start July 24th. And, at, that's, your, and that's your new podcast? That's that going to okay. be just be me interviewing young kids that are coming up in the business that want to get out there more. I don't, you know, I'm going to have veterans come on, but I'm gonna, I want the younger kids to get the name out there. I want to give them a platform to talk, let fans hear who they are, and get them that audience to bring them on and get, them more, get their name out there a lot easier than what it is nowadays. Because um, no one really wants to do Facebook. Anymore, and you so. said that's starting I'm July twenty fourth. I'm gonna do one live July twenty fourth at the Legends at of the Hamburg. Le- the Legends of Hamburg in Hamburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, uh, for um, people who don't know about that, that's a big pro wrestling fan fest coming up with a, a whole lot of great legends coming in. Um, they, they got Blue Blue Meanie, um, Bill Alfonso. Cowboy Bob or Anthony Garia. The list goes on and on. I don't have the list in front of me. Well, technically I do, but it's a long list. But uh, if you go, if you go on to legendsofhamburg.com, get your tickets. They're only $15. And then right after that, there's Outbreak Wrestling show going on at 6 p.m. And that's $15 too, as well as you go to the Outbreak Wrestling uh, page. But if you want the combo and uh, they have a night of fun, well, the uh, fan fest starts at 10 a.m. to 4. Yep. If, you, if you go onto the website at legendsofwrestling.com, there's the ticket packs. Uh, the, the combo is only $20. That's it. You save $10 by getting the fan fest and the show in the same evening. And, uh, um, and not getting off track, but you also got another project as well. You, you've been doing for a while now, for like, what, a year or two now? Uh Skybury? Uh, yep, Skybury Productions. Uh, basically, uh, I film wrestling shows, sporting events, uh, anything or anything, whatever is needed. Uh, I have the equipment. I have sl- I have uh, studio equipment. I can come anywhere. Uh, I've been doing that. Working Phrasing. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing that for the past year, still learning the whole editing software stuff. Um, but on top of that, I'm also one of the trainers at ACPW. Um, with the young kids, and I'm not going to give a date. I'm just going to give a month. September is the date that we have as as a month right now that we know where we going live with the fans in Media, Pennsylvania. Gotcha. I'm I'm looking at our live feed here. I see they have legendsofwrestling.com. The website is actually legendsofhamburg.com. Just letting them know that so they are aware of it. Um, Pat. Yes, sir. The boss, I, I, the boss. <laughs> what what is going on in your life besides uh, uh, us moving to the new studio? You know, I'm sure you got other projects going. Yes, on. Yes, yes. I mean, look, you know me. I don't sleep, uh, especially when it comes to this stuff. I mean, look, I, I'm happy to get Breast and Fire Slams going, the Devro Sports going up and going. Like we don't stop here. And uh, I mean, look, you know, if all the sports and all that stuff, pro wrestling was my first love. Uh, you and I go back many, many years, and uh, 
listen, whatever we could do, you know, again, like he was talking about ACPW, I, I have a long, good history with Chris Sutton down there as a promoter. Uh, we uh, were very tight. And uh, listen, any of those guys, again, will explain, you know, and just like uh, Dennis kind of explained about his, his podcast with the younger guys, if there's anybody out there who wants to wrestlers, you know, want to come up and share their experiences, this is the place to do it. This is, that you know, this is going to be the hottest pro wrestling uh, podcast on the planet. That's what I tend to do. That's where I'm going to take it. And, you know, with us here, uh, trust me, we're getting to the moon one way or another. So uh, it, that, it, it takes baby steps. It takes baby mm-hmm. steps. And, and we are striving there one step, one day at a time. But with all that being said, uh, I mean, look, Devro Sports, you know, again, it's just uh, we're, we're booming in the right direction. As we are in a group chat together, we we see the the uh, everyone's believing in it, everyone feels it. Uh, the ship is rocking in the right direction. So I mean, again, uh, not too many big projects coming up, but I you know sleeping on you know not sleep you no know, I don't sleep as into what I want to do with this company. Like I have extra extra you know good things coming up for us. Trust me, uh, I know it sounds like a bunch of malarkey I just threw out there, but I got a bunch of stuff that's coming up. Yeah, like I just said, it takes baby steps. We 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 all have these ideas, but time, patience, even money, money is a factor too. Especially when you want to invest in yourself and your company. You know, if if it's not there, if the funds ain't there, you just got you know you got to take a back seat a little bit sometimes. You know, until you get until you're able to catch up. Yeah, and and like I said. We, we, we've got a great handful of uh, workers on the show as it is. Uh, again, Big James will be here. I know he's notorious for being seen at the Sixers games, but, yes, he was a wrestler, and his first ru- love is wrestling. Uh, we got Mike Slyer on here, another former wrestler. I mean, we've got a handful of good professional wrestlers on deck. We're looking to expand the roster some more. I mean, again, um, people have been hitting me up, wanting to you know, hit up Dennis, hit you up. How can I get on? Um you know, how can I be part of the show? Well, listen, uh, you know, just like, in, just like in uh, our pro wrestling days, you got to show us something. You got to show us your talent, and uh, it's it's uh, it's going to be kind of hard to get on the board with us. It's not talent-wise. It's more the like, hey, you reach out to me. I reach out to you guys to see if it's cool. If you confirm you're going to be here, be here. Yeah, and let's uh, do business. You know? yeah. <laughs> yes, and it's just like in the wrestling days, if you're not here, the, the show must go on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, anyway, with uh, with all that being said, look, I see on the, on the show prep today we got wrestling factions. Now this is one of my you know this is one of my groups. Uh, me being a pro wrestler, um, I've done I've been in some uh, factions or stables well, if you want to call. Well, them. before yeah. you jump the gun, we yes. will get to our own personal faction stuff like that. But what's some of the factions that you guys? Uh, grew up on that you enjoyed. I'm like, it don't have no. to be a click faction as far as as like let's say the horsemen like that, like how they were a click. But if it was just a manager that had a group of guys and they didn't really have a faction name, but you know they're a stable, they're a group, a click, a faction. You know, All right. what were some of the ones that you actually? No, obviously for me. Uh, hold on a second. Oh, jeez, just uh, a lot better. Go ahead. Judge no, that's you, fine. You take so. it, Dennis. My thing is, like, I didn't grow up watching wrestling as a kid. I grew up probably in the 90s, I think. So the faction that was, like, the best, the faction that was the best for me that I, I related to was DX. 100%. Okay. DX was always and always will be my favorite faction and group of guys okay. because they weren't meant to be together. It just kind of happened with the whole click thing, you know, that ring and the whole like curtain call deal and everybody was all throwing their hands up because you know they broke it they broke it you know the cardinal rule which you know we all know is kayfabe now was uh dx were they uh were they around when you started or was that before you or do you that was way before i started wrestling okay before you started that was when i was a kid like yeah. this is like yeah because you are you're younger than me how much younger are you than me I'm 34 oh yeah you're about you're about eleven years younger than me. I'm forty. I just turned forty-five. I could be your kid. Yeah, you could be. <laughs> I could be, but uh, but we're not. Thankfully, um, I, don't but, know, I, I don't know. I see the resemblance. Let's wait for the that's... DNA test to come back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the twenty-three and me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Dennis, you got any Puerto Rican in you? <laughs> that's a different conversation. Yeah. Okay. Um, but no. So DX would be is my all-time favorite faction. That's the faction I I was always sticking me with and. Uh, 
and I enjoyed it. And then there was NWO, you know, because I had my WWE, WWF at the time, which is now WWE, and then I had the WCW, which was NWO. Um, so I loved it. Like for for me, it's like always classic, and everyone across the board is gonna agree with me on this. One of the best ones out there was the Heenan family. Because yeah. he, he had a a uh, wide array of different talent with, uh, with, with different skill sets, but they were all professional. They all can go. They all can handle themselves. And, you know, and then with Bobby, with the gift, the gab that he has, and, 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 and just to speak on the fly, especially like his commentary and stuff, oh, my God, he literally killed it, you know, especially like if – He's insulting some like big boss man's mama. And then one of his guys got to step in to defend him and this and that. But still, he has he had a whole right. He had what? Andre, Haku, Perfect, uh, Rick Rude, Brainbusters, uh Her- Hercules, I believe, at one time. I think, I believe. I'll have to look it up. I yeah, I know, I'll me too. I up. me too. Uh and one of my favorites was Paul Orndorff when he did the steel cage match with Hogan on Saturday night's main event. And they had to restart the match because uh, they both they they had the video clip where they both feet hit the floor, and they had to restart the match. And then, of course, Bobby, as great as he is, taking those bumps off the cage when when the babyface or Hogan or whoever would take him and heave him like halfway across the ring, and he just like mangled himself. You didn't know how how he landed, yeah. how he got out of there, but he was a great guy. Another one that I really much enjoyed was. Similar to Bobby Heenan, uh, not as himself personally, but as for his array of talent he had in his squad, was uh, Paul Lee when he had the Dangerous Alliance in WCW. Yeah. When he had when when he had Rude, like Eaton, Larry Sabisco, uh, Anderson, uh, 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 Steve Austin. That's right. Yeah. Stone Cold was a part of it. And the first lady, um, Medusa Maselli. And just in case any kids are watching this, you don't believe Stone Cold was part of ECW, look it up. He really was. No, no, I'm talking about before ECW, I, when he was in WCW. When, when he still had the blonde hair oh, going the on. the kid becomes a kid. Ah, <laughs> he got you. He got you. He called you out. But we have a bunch of people chiming in on this, so let's look at this real quick. So... Uh, let's see. Well, first, so, I want to I want you to respond to Chris. He says DX was that's what boring. I, that's what I was going with. <laughs> so, Dave from uh, twenty three hundred said Heart Foundation, um, and Triple Threat. Someone else said Heart Foundation, and then this kid, the guy Chris said DX was just boring. Well, well, for them saying Heart Foundation, we're more or less looking at the whole. Uh, uh, like I can't. Heart well. I, I would have there to go with than... Jim. Well, at the time, who did Jim, Jimmy Hart all manage Why he was with the Hart Foundation. He had Hart Foundation, Honky Tonk Man, um, Danny Davis at one point. I think so, yeah. And, uh, oh, my mind's drawing a blank. I I, I want to say Dino Bravo. We but already, I but I think Bra- the guys from 2300 are going to chime in on this and, and oh, yeah. get the info. Well, for well, him. see, and he's already chimed in a lot. See, here, here's the but, thing. But it's easier for these people in the chat room to chime in because they can open up a secondary screen on, on, on whatever they're looking at and, and they can Google it, this and that. And we're here talking on the fly trying to remember this stuff. Well, I could look it up. I got oh, my, yeah, I got I'm, my I'm, tablet looking at me and I'm looking all pretty. I got my cell phone here with us live. With oh, you're all bougie over there just I sitting. Yeah, you got the bling um, bling on going on. Well, yeah. yeah I, I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about your pretty bra- bracelets. My, brace, yeah. my bracelets. That's from your pretty. baby girl, ain't it? Yes, they are. Yeah, okay. I wear them every day, all day, besides when I go to sleep and shower. <laughs> I don't want them to break and get ruined. Um, but back to Chris saying DX is boring. There was times, yes, that DX was. Some fans expect them to always be over the level and be out the door, but sometimes you can't. You gotta love. You gotta bring it back a little bit, just so when you do come back out, well, and yeah, bring that energy. You gotta bring. It's a roller coaster, Chris. Well, because so. because the baby faces themselves, they gotta shine once in a while yeah. too. Oh, the you know DX as comical and the way they were, they couldn't get over. You know, 
all the time. You know, like even though everybody always wants to be the top, top guy, the top crew, whatsoever. But you know, it's give and take, back and forth. You you know, you got it's devil's at it's devil's advocate for the fans. Yep. You got to play both sides of the coin. So, but then like uh, but then as time goes on, you know uh, they were getting away from the whole PG yeah in wrestling and. Sometimes the stuff went a little bit over, which, like, was there any stuff of when with DX's shenanigans that you felt that they went a little bit too much? No. As uh, a kid, I loved every little bit of it. I, I, I know, but now I, as an adult, when, when, when you look back, is there, it, like... If you do the PG era, I think probably when they came back and it was just Triple H and Shawn Michaels, it was just them two with the whole drawing, you know, the the wording on the screen and taking over WWE and putting the word cock on, like, the plane and the screen, like, messing with them. PG era, parents would have a field day with that. Like, oh, that's not kid-friendly. But, it, again, them doing that got so much stuff going on the internet. Like, people thought it was hilarious and it was great, but... No, what? We're going to come back real quick to this, what we we're talking have, about right we now. Have legit the legend in the building right now. Yeah, yeah. We, he can deny it all he wants, but I'm gonna say what I say. It, we have in the room, Mr. James Brister. Did I say his? Did you say that? Brister. Okay. All right. All right. I, exactly, Doctor Ruthless. Oh my God. Uh, I like the the most the greatest times I got to see this man perform was for Liberty All Star Wrestling. When he was working for Bay, at the uh, especially a lot of times at the Murphy Rec Center, yeah. and like he take the shirt off, get all oiled up, all the women be up in there, like yeah, all sexy sugar sugar. Oh man! There we go. We got your my kid. Got your headphones right here, boss. Oh, oh I think your headphones falling apart. There, it yeah. looks like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but here's the mic. Um, we were just getting into pro wrestling factions. Like, what was some of the ones that you enjoyed growing up as a kid? I can start. Give me catch my breath. <laughs> no, no, it's quite all right. I can start right off the bat. The Four Horsemen, because you know I'm older than you guys, but it was the Four Horsemen. That really got me into wrestling like that. Ric Flair, Telly Blanchard, Ole, Arn. Then uh, they brought in Luger. <laughs> <laughs> then they brought in Wyndham after that. And I think that was the greatest oh, combination yes. of horsemen. Most definitely. And them. Then um, I have to say it. The NWO changed the business. Okay. Because with the Hogan heel turn, Hall and Nash going to WCW, and nobody expected Hogan to make the heel turn. It was great. Now they screwed it up, <laughs> putting all the IRS, um, Big Bubba, all these guys that they and didn't I, need. I understand yeah, what you're yeah, saying. Cause I, 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 I Buff Bagwell. I just wanted to, I wanted to touch in on them because you're right. I mean, if you would just kept the three and made it four guys, fine. I, I'm cool with that. You could have did six, and you could have had DiBiase cut it there. Yes. I mean, when you have, like Dave was saying in his promo, like you had like 30 limos of guys. So it's just like, you know, you had it your was own, too much. You had your own referee. You had, you Didn't know. you split them up? It's like you a family reunion they were having. I want to touch on what James was saying. He said the NWO changed it, which they did because um, – you know, ECW had BWO. Mm-hmm. Um, they had LWO. Mm-hmm. Um, they had the NWO Wolfpack. I mean, there was so, and then you know to compete with it, there was DX. They, that was the ultimate phase. And and we were just talking about the DX, yeah. and and we're talking about the highs and lows and stuff. Good and enough. like it was, and I was asking the question to him was was there times when you watch DX. Was there times that you would think that with their stuff, did did they push the envelope too far on on some of the stuff that they did? Okay. Good question. 
the envelope was pushed, but they had to push the envelope mm-hmm. because WCW was kicking that behind so bad. Oh, God, yeah. They had to do something to come back. So when Vince had that meeting with the locker room saying, we're going to dump all the cartoon characters and make it more real, like Jerry Springer. Yeah. You had to. You had to do it. Now, as an adult with kids, I would have never let my sons watch that. Right. Right. Well, especially, you know, know, doing the DX, you know, gestures. And that's that's what I brought up. Like, the DX, when we all watched, that was was fine. Now, the PG era, when Mm. Sean and Triple H came back just themselves going out against Vince McMahon and putting, drawing the, you know, the word cock and the planes and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Parents now weren't happy with no, that because no. they're like, oh, this is not PG. Okay. Oh, this is the act. They made it as PG as possible, yeah, but, but that's, that's the The biggest one that turned my stomach, what they did was, and I still say it to, to this day, you know, at first as a kid, they're like, ha, 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 I'm laughing. Like, like you said, as, as a kid, you know, we laugh at certain things, but now as an adult, when you look back on something, the, the, the one thing that stood out that I did not like was when um, they were doing the parody of of the nation. <laughs> and X-Pox was... Uh, uh, Blackface. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. that's the one that that I cringed on. Well, I, actually, a lot of them they, they the um um was it Road Dog was yeah, doing yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, uh D-Lo. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he, even uh Billy Gunn had some some bronzer on, and he was yeah, doing right, uh right, right. the Godfather. They all okay. they all dressed up in pretty much yeah. in blackface. I totally which forgot was, about that. Yeah, it so was an that, insult. Yeah. Actually, that would be a little especially X Pac because he really. He put the stuff on. Oh, he went. Oh, yeah. yeah, he, he went, went all the he, way in. He didn't, he didn't just go like a quarter of the way. No, nah, he, he went, went the whole way. He went one hundred percent and said, "Guess yes. what? We're doing. We're doing it this way." And it was too much. I agree with you. Now, I, 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 dude, I totally forgot about. Yeah, that that, 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 that one there stand that that there stands out for me because like the only part that I found out that was funny about it wasn't the whole racing, but the part is just when. He had the word Miyazark for Mark on on his shirt. Right. Said, and I just that was the only part that I laughed at. But like I'm like, regular fans are not gonna get this. It's like right. Miyazark and like Mark for Mark Henry. But uh, well, the average casual fan wouldn't have got that. But if you was a smart mark and with the internet just booming, you knew what Miyazark meant. Definitely. Right. Definitely. Right. Like it, it's that was terrible. But I, I'm looking at the uh the comments here and our man. Christopher Pazzi, who's a big time wrestling fan, says that the Hart Foundation to him looks like it was it's number one on his list. Now the Hart Foundation with Brian Pillman and and I see a couple other guys. One named uh, Dave, uh, another fan of the show, saying a Hart Foundation. So apparently there's a lot of people still a Bret Hart fan. And okay, I forgot about because when you mentioned Hart Foundation earlier. We were talking about. I was talking about old school yes, Hart Foundation yes, yes. with Danny Davis and yes, and, and, yes. and Jimmy Hart. When you just mentioned Brian Pillman, I it didn't click yeah, right away yeah. with Bulldog and Pillman yeah, and, and that Hart Foundation. Yes, yeah. I love that Hart Foundation. That that because it was like it was close. It was close. No, it was. Yeah, it didn't click because I, I was me. I was going thinking back, and that's just me because like the original two. Yeah. And the genius in that was they were heels in the United States, but faces in Canada, which I thought put a spin on it that you hadn't really saw before, which was cool. Right. It was cool. They did that pay-per-view in Canada, and then I think Steve took the pen to Brett or whatever, and the whole place went nuts, and you had a thousand hearts in the ring at one time, but it was a great pay-per-view. So it was genius in that. Right, it, it, right. It's almost like a, uh, it was almost like a game. You know, you go to Canada, you're getting food, they're getting popped, and then you come in here, they're getting food. Yeah. Um, but like you were saying about with me and like my greatest of all time, you know, had it been the NWO because I was like maybe like I'll never forget, twelve years old, seeing Hogan come out. I'm going bananas. Yeah, he's gonna rough up. Uh, he's gonna rough up Hall Nash. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna be. And then he drops that leg drop, and it's over. And it was just like. Well, but like on a consistent basis, when your fans are throwing stuff at you weekend and week out for like 82 weeks straight, you know, you're doing something right and, and you're yeah. over. I mean, and then, then on top of it, the owner of the place, the commissioner, 
joins you. Now they're putting matches in your favor and stuff like that. So Taking I mean, belts off you and putting them back on anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, it, look, it, it was a, uh, a a cool ride uh, with the NWO. Um, like, again, it, it, to me, the NWO is guy is it to me. If I had the uh, rank them, they're at number one for me. Okay. I, I got them right they're there. My number two. DX is my number one just because I. I grew up more with DX as a kid than I did with NWO. And, and I never really knew about WCW at the time. Right. When I was a kid, I knew more about WWE. Well, WWE at the time, because I lived with my cousins and them. So, and my neighbor, that's all they watched. Right. You know? and, and, so, and you got, and personally, the, 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 the promo, I guess, Vince gave the green light for is when they had, yo, go to WCW and take the shot. When they arrived up with the tank. Dude, that was so, great. Yeah. That was I, great. Oh, that was great. Look, and do you know how many companies have tried to redo that? Like, with these, like, I know when I lived in Orlando, TNA tried to do that when WWE was in the area, and it, it failed. I know freaking yeah, because, uh, smart Mark companies knows. are trying to do it. Like, you didn't, can't redo that ever. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't like, the no. Elite do something like that to yeah. WWE? Yeah. And, it, and, it, and for them, it worked because of who it was. Yeah. That's the thing. It'll You can recreate that thing, but it has to be with the right guys. That are that top level guy, period. Yeah. And the elite, to be honest, like they are without a doubt some of the top wrestlers in the professional wrestling business. Well, right now they're all AEW. They're all management. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. They, but still, in ring talent wise, they are still. Oh yeah, they're at the top cool. of their game. So like when they did it, it wasn't like a disrespect shot. It was more like, hey, we are all. This is what we grew up with. We want to recap. We want to recapture. And they did. Did it really do anything for him much? No. But we all still remember them actually pulling it off properly. That's how I see it. I don't see anybody. I've seen other companies doing it just backfired. No, they, because, it like, again, everyone knows, a smart mark knows, like, okay, we've seen this before. You know what yeah. I mean? You have to be creative and original to have something if you want to go that route. But, yeah, to no, like, again, you're, you're trying. And it's bad now because, you know, with WWE trying to be more like the sports world of having this draft all the time you don't have those i don't think great... they had that this year no, they, right right well they did i don't pay attention a lot <laughs> <laughs> they don't but they don't have great stables anymore i mean the the, the hosting they had was new day and, and, and after that it was just kind of like and, and the well, thing you, i missed you, you rolled the, the wheels off of the whole new day thing yeah it was done it had yeah, to be done yeah. because you made enough money off of it you yeah. made a ton of money off something that shit that was they was trying to throw in the can that yeah. they may work, and I give credit to Big E, uh, Kofi, and Xavier, yeah, because they yeah. took chicken and made chicken salad out yeah, of it, so yeah. it was cool. Listen, watch again, your own cereal. If you watch Big E's special, he literally brings that up, yeah, that they gave that they didn't have anything, so they gave him this is what you're gonna do, they was and, about they, to get and, they, paid and, and they hated yeah. it, they didn't like it, and they, they went to Vince going with all these ideas. I love the fact. The ball's in your court, and you got to run with it sometimes. Going, All right, we'll take what you're giving us, but we're gonna we're gonna keep coming to you with better ideas, and they did. They did. And to be honest, let's like everybody hated New Day in the beginning. It was like <laughs> you got New Day sucked, and now they're one of the highlights of the tag team division in professional wrestling at WWE. Were like I still think they are. Yeah. Like they, yeah, but will yeah. they ever be the where they were? No. But they yeah. are. That's another they, topic. Yeah. I, I just noticed in the chat room we had our good friend, Mr. Phil, Phil, Phil Stamper, uh, chiming in. The president of yeah. professional wrestling, yes. Phil Stamper. Just I, I, like my kind of rib for him is, well, not for him, but for myself. I call myself the governor of pro wrestling, the grumpy old vet, Gov. <laughs> so, that's me. Um, I don't want to cut us off, but uh, before you walked in, we actually, before we got into the faction part of it, we were actually catching up of what's going on with ourselves. What is going on with Mr. Dr. Ruthless himself nowadays? Well, um, when the pandemic hit, I went into self-quarantine. So I've been in the house. Okay. Doing like a lot of us. Nothing, like a lot of <laughs> us. But, um, you know, I'm starting to get out there a little bit more now, so it's hard getting these old legs going. Hey, you know this is hard me getting the old legs going, but I get them going. Um, I'm currently just pretty much chilling. I will be down at the Wells Fargo on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. So um, that's good. Also, I've started training. Okay. Uh, two people in particular. One is my oldest son. Awesome. Who um, he originally got into the business, took time off, and now he's back, and they're running the show today. 
over in Jersey. Um, mm. So I'm going to go check him out. And on top of that, where out in Jersey is he? Um, shoot. I'd have to, I can't remember right off the bat. Um, <laughs> Who's school? It's a uh, super kamikaze. Oh, super crazy. Super, super crazy. crazy. Super okay. Crazy. We're, we're, we're good friends with them over there. And like, yeah. unfortunately, I can't be there today. I was supposed to, but I have another engagement. I'm going to try to shoot over there and I want to go check him out. And on top of that, I'm going to be his manager. Sweet. So well, that's awesome. I am nice. coming out of retirement to manage. So, yeah, I sat on a, now, uh, I sat on now, a, now, uh, uh speaking of managers, yeah. part of the faction con conversation was like not just factions, but managers who actually had factions. I, I had like uh Bobby Heenan on my list, and I had and I said about uh, um, Paulie having the dangerous alliance. Mm -hmm. Now, us coming up. In the business when when we did what were some of our own particular factions that we belong to ah. and which one was your favorite that that, that you that yeah. you were a part of because i'm sure we were a part of so, several maybe uh did james uh, you start yeah <laughs> since, since since you All look right. like you were eager to talk right well now. <laughs> i was in a couple um the one i remember uh was we were the buffalo soldiers so what they did was take all the black guys that was on the, the roster and put us all together. Really? Didn't see that one coming. Yeah. And um, <laughs> this was a fed that was run by RIP uh, Rock and Rebel. So uh -huh. it was our guys versus his guys. And we, we had some good matches, but it was what it was. You know, it was pretty much at the end of the show was beat Blackie Knight. But it was what it was. Um, also, I was a member of this faction called the Fat Pack where it was um, four really big guys, and we were doing Damon Felder, Feldman shows. It was coming in and crushing everybody. But at the end, you know, we took a powder. And then another one was Fame, F-A-M-E, which was famous as yep. main eventers. And that one was working because I had my son in it. I had Slim Whiskey in it. I also had um, Miss Faye Jackson in it, and I had a, another female. And we all came together, and we was pretty much orchestrating it. And everything was going pretty good. We were like kind of the Annie face, but not twice, not quite faces. You're like tweener. Yeah, a little tweener. So we was working it pretty good. So those are the the three that stuck out the best to me. And and so which so 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 which one was your favorite? My favorite, I would have to say Fame, because that was my idea. I brought it, to, you know, I brought it together. I had guys that, like I said, it was my son. Slim whiskey had fake, and it so was, it was more at home. It, it was, was homegrown, home and I was helping them because when I came into business, nobody was opening doors for us, but I was opening the door for them. Yep. So that's why I liked it because it was allowing me to help them along. I was this close of thinking you were gonna pop out with uh, the Himalaya players. Well, we were really <laughs> uh, tag team. Yeah, we were just a tag team, but then we brought in um Yeah, I was gonna say, but didn't it grow yet yet Ron Star and wasn't old dog and Lucky no. Lucky Lucky Larry was dog wasn't in it. Okay, okay. It was just the four of us really. All right. All right. And RIP Lucky Larry. Yeah, I mean for for me, I, I've got to my first one was with me, Vinny Fixer, and uh they were went to put Francis, Francine with us from ECW. That was uh what you call try to uh, what's his name? Doc Diamond trying to push for that as hard as he could. Couldn't get that done. Uh, then, you know, when I went to ACPW, I, I did a thing. The the I, I didn't even have a name. It was me, Vinny Hoffa, and uh, what's his name? Danny something. He only lasted about for a cup of coffee, but because uh, <laughs> uh, he couldn't work. Uh, but anyway, we you know it was us in a group, and like I'm like the only like legit Italian in the group. So like they try to make like a little mob thing and into it, but that only worked for like I said a cup of coffee. Um, then they, you know, I got the honor, the honor to join the crash crew, uh, be like one of the latest members. So, uh, I got to be in, in that group. So you being a part of crash crew, was you like Owen Hart being a part of the nation? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can say something. Like, and, and look, when, when, when Charles and Kwame look at you like a nephew or a son, uh, it's a great honor to have. So, I mean, those, those guys really looked at, after me and, uh, yeah, I mean that was probably a, a great time in my life. We got to do uh, we got to do battles with uh, with you know, the Himalaya players and stuff like that. We got to get a chance to work with those guys. Um, but yeah, it was definitely a good time though. 
And uh, yeah, that was pretty much my favorite time of being in the, uh, the crash crew. Okay. Dennis? Uh, let's see. I, was, I don't even know what the name of the first group was. That was like when I first started. It was me, uh, Miss Dixie, Byers, Mark Mess. Okay, I remember. Like my this. trainers. Like it, that was. The, that it was, was like the, what? I was, uh, I was the manager. I'm gonna say it was called Team Cutting the Edge because wasn't the promotion name Cut, Cutting Edge Wrestling? I, I think. I don't even know what the name of the group was. I just could knew that. <laughs> hey, you're gonna like a, my first spot was like I was training to wrestle, and they had me manage the. Um, Manage guys to take on Cage and all them at AC at AC uh, ACW out in Stevenstown um, back in the day, or Denver, PA, where originally it was. And then Cap and them were like, "Hey, you're going to manage us. You're going to bring you know Virus out with the chain and all this and that." So for like six, seven months, I was part of this team. And then when I started wrestling at LVW, as horrible as the name of the team was, it was me, um, a gentleman named Skull at the time. Now he wrestles with a different name. Um, or as he wrestles as Synod. Uh, it's S I S I C E N D. Sicken. Sicken. Or yeah. whatever. <laughs> but it was me, him, and a guy named Cowboy Death. And we were called Team Cowboy right? Death. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what yeah. a work name. I had to say that name last because I knew your reaction was going to be great. This is how this name, this group came out. So, he, like, I go to Did LBW. he come smoking Marlboros? No, 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 no. <laughs> He he did a really horrible like knockoff like tried to be Undertaker and was horrible. Um, thankfully he retired. So we go to LVW and Bug Carson and Jack Molson at the time were like running the show. So they go, hey, we're gonna put you and this gentleman named Skull and Cowboy Death together. He's not here yet, but you guys go outside and come up with a t- team name. Oh, uh, oh, okay, cool. I do this, whatever. Yeah. So we're outside talking. We're just laughing, smoking cigarettes at the time. And Molson and then come out and go, hey, by the way, you're called Team R.I.P. Okay. And to be honest, the LVW fans loved it. We were over in LVW because it was like, cool, team rest in peace. I get it. But it was the lamest thing we could have ever done. The greatest thing about it is we got to work Axel Rotten and, and um, Pretty Dream at the time. The only part about it I loved was working Axel Rotten mm. because he wore the swing chair Everybody knew it, and he looked. He asked us personally. He goes, "Who has who's had a head injury?" I sh- I raised my hand because I've had a lot. He goes, "Good. Me and you all start off. You're not taking this chair." And he literally wore chain with me. He's like, "Let's work. Let's keep it simple." Oh We're yeah, I I, 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 I work underneath his wing and let me do that with him was probably without a doubt the best part about that 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 group. Right? Yeah, there. he. I, I'm like some some people are surprised when you know. When you actually find out that Axel can work, because I I had the opportunity to work in with Axel on a tag match down in Delaware, and 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 me and him were just going back and forth, but it wasn't nothing fancy or anything like that, because you know at, you know we we were two big guys, but you know the the fans were into it. Yeah. It was it was simple, and we kept a little haha in in it as well. Yeah, like I love like it was a great team. I had fun doing it. It, it made me learn different things because now I would I went from singles, I went to tag teams, I went into a faction group. So I, I was learning everything within the first, less, in less than a year, I was learning different things about groups. Like from management role to like wrestling to being, okay, here's the team group I'm in, I'm going to be at ringside, they're, at, they're in there, so I'm back to the management role, but I'm a wrestler. So I learned everything in a very short span, and it was great because I like things being thrown at me. I like being thrown into the deep end. And yes. It's either sink or swim. And back in the, when when I started, that's how it was. It was sink or swim time. Now you can't do that with these kids because, God, you sink or swim. I'm gonna. I can't do that. I, well, it, it's. Do you want to be a professional wrestler or you want to pretend to be a professional wrestler? Yeah. yeah what is it? I forgot one. Okay. Uh-oh. I also was in the um, Nigerian nightmares. Yes. Yes. Ah. And I totally forgot until because I hated it. That's why I forgot <laughs> about it. But um, I was with them, but. I give credit because R.I.P. Aaron Ganey took an idea that made people feel uncomfortable and exploited it. You, it was like a car crash. You didn't want to look, but you, you still looked. And, <laughs> and, and, and he got it over. And those yeah, guys yeah. were everywhere. They even worked yes, for yes, uh, yeah. Juggalo Championship Wrestling. Yeah, yeah, I was I was like, yeah you, you talked about it on the one uh, show we had. Yeah, yeah. He, like, again, me and Aaron were pretty tight. He said, listen, I got you booked down here. Down, you know, at the uh, electric factory. I said, what? Really? He goes, yeah. He said, I'm like, great. Who am I working? The seven-foot lady over there. I said, fantastic. And I said, uh, 
and you know, and you know, me and her got, to, I got to work at a seven foot lady at the electric factory. But uh, but back to the Nigerian nightmares, man. That that look, like you said, it's like a car crash. You don't want to look, but you have to but look. You have to look. You know and I mean? he really got it over. Yeah, and it was and, it was very uncomfortable. And got because it's out of my nature, but yeah, well, so that's well, when I, I met you guys was WA for the Nigerian nightmares. Well, you were I think you you were doing your own thing, but you guys were all at Triple W. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's uh, when I met you guys all. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. remember the like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, for, those, for, those for were, me, yeah. I was like, who are these Nigerian nightmare guys? I didn't realize it was Aaron. It was I'm Aaron. like, they had the face paint this on. But at the time, me and JoJo were doing Dark Carnival. Right. So when we're working with uh 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 the funky white boy and, and JD Smooth for FWF down in Delaware, like, okay. You're working Nigeria. I'm like, okay, who, who? And then next thing you know, we like, we all knew each other. We're like, oh damn, it's so. And like, oh shit. And they put us in a nice program where we just worked each other constantly, like just on a bunch of shows. That's good. And yeah. and like and and we just went to town on each other. And and everybody like all the young young all the younger town are like, oh my god, you're working them. I can't believe. I'm like, oh yeah, you know. And we worked them. We 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 worked the uh, younger town. And they were marking out because of their character, saying, we can't believe you're working them. We just worked them right back. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to take it to them. We don't give a damn, blah, 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 whatever, you know, because, like I said, we all knew each other. We were all friends, so it is what it is. Look, uh, I remember the, I'm going to bring up this because Aaron, without a doubt, we all know, we all loved, and without a doubt, one of the most respected guys in this state, period, mm-hmm. that knew Aaron and the Nigerian Nightmares. It was a Trip WA show. You weren't there. You were at a Sixers game. <laughs> I know you were at a Sixers game. <laughs> I even asked. I was like, yo, we're he's at a Sixers game. Oh, okay. Because we knew. It was supposed to be me and some young kid at Triple WA facing them. Mm-hmm. And at the time, they had me on this huge push. Mm-hmm. And words out of Aaron to Dino Santa and them was, why the hell is Dennis Reaper in this match? He has this huge push going on. Why are we killing him? And I was like, I want to work him. Like, I wanted to work him. Like, I don't care if I lose. I want to work. You're, but you're, Aaron, Aaron was trained yes. old school just yeah, like yeah. I was. Yep. I and everything had to make like, sense. I understood mm-hmm. why why he was saying it. Like, mm-hmm. And I didn't. Like some guys would take that disrespectful. I understood. I loved him to death for that. I never he got was looking out for you. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, they took it out. They took me out of it. They put somebody else in there. And mm-hmm. He pulled me aside outside. Him and Chuck. And they were like, look, you know, we love you. There's no point to kill what you have going and the momentum you have. Mm-hmm. Because... They don't know what they're doing here, right. and that was like flat out like they didn't know what they're doing. Like uh, ten minutes before show, hey, here's here's who's facing who. No disrespect to Triple W A, and I love them too. Like no I'm disrespect there. to Dino Santa, no disrespect to Demetrius Arians. No, but what got me, and I worked there for years, and I appreciate what they did. Even when my dad died, they showed up at the funeral. I appreciate that. I'll never forget it. But you can't just put shows together month after month, just like here. Yeah, no, and yeah. look, they and gave that me killed my, me. They gave me my first title, and then, yes. like that—that's flat. Out. And, and to be honest, like my first title came randomly, and, and, randomly. and, not, and not just that. They they uh, they booked like fifteen matches. You know, there should be seven to eight at yeah. tops. Totally, it, totally. Like you they've gotten better now. Like I've been, I go to their, I still go to their shows and hang out with the young kids and pass knowledge on and help people with the, some of their matches. They've got it. Now they have the right, now they're down to the T and they got everything going. So. And I seen we got the signal. Yeah. yeah. So got, let got me about, say this. about minutes. five. Right, let me say this and I'm going to let you guys. What you just said is my beef with the business right now. You should be able to take constructive criticism from a vet without taking it personally. And that's another reason why I kind of stepped off from the business because I seen I was coming to shows and I would say, okay, great match, but do this, that, and the fourth. And if you're going to argue with me Mm -hmm. about what you just did, I'm done. I can sit home. My good buddy, um, LeGrand, says quite often, "My, my, my couch is comfortable as hell. So I can sit on my couch and be home. I don't have to be here trying to help you along. But with my son, what I can honestly say about my son is that he listens. He wants to learn. Yep. He'll do whatever. Right. And he doesn't want to do it off my name. Uh, he wants to do it because he wants to be his own individual. So that's the main thing. If anybody's listening 
and you're trying to get in this business, if a vet pulls you to the side and gives you advice, yeah. just listen to him. I did that with the Sandman. I did that with the Pitbulls. I did that with King Kong Bundy. I did that with a lot of people. I with Kurt Angle. You name I did it. I listen and I appreciate yeah. the advice. Yes. Just appreciate yeah. the advice, soak it in. They're trying to help you along, not trying to put you down. And, if you're doing something stupid, they're going to tell you so you don't kill yourself. And, 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 and what you're saying is one of the first things we all learned about this business. I don't know if they're teaching them that now in the school. No. They're not teaching it's, them that. It, I it, am. It's to, I am. It's to shut your mouth, open your eyes, and open your ears. Yes. And listen, and that's it, you I, know, and no argument. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I don't want to, you know, shift gears here, but, like, with Doc, you know, and I got to give him his credit, Dr. Ice, Scotty Ice, whatever you want to call him, he actually was the first person to get, give me the, you know, listen, you got two ears and one mouth. Just keep your mouth and whatever they call Go, he's yeah. like because you'll find yourself getting hurt in this way, and uh, and I look again. You're talking about some of the criticism, and I remember you know I was like green first show two you know first two shows, and uh, Bundy sat down me, Angel Gonzalez, and uh, the guy Chino James for the first time. He said sat us all down. He said, listen, you guys want to be wrestlers, start looking like them, start hitting that gym, start doing yourselves and push up, right. start getting yourself together in shape. Um, you guys have to, you know, or else I'm not going to book you. He's like, I need you guys starting to look like Russell. And, and that summer, I went from 250 to 185 quickly. Another thing, really quick. Mm-hmm. Anybody's out there that's in the business, take off them freaking sneakers <laughs> and buy some wrestling boots. That irritates <laughs> the hell out of me. I'm yeah. sorry. Now I'm done. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Um, now, I see that on TV about me. Now, getting back around to uh, myself now this time. Some of the factions I belong to started out with uh, a group called the Alliance. There was uh, four of us. It was short-lived. It was eh, it was all right. I was green at the time still, right. you know. So, like, so I, I can't really say it was one of my favorites. I did, you know, the promoter gave me my first tag team championship with uh, Dr. Johnny Wildside there, mm-hmm. you know. And, and, and Wildside, he is a legend of the Hamburg Fieldhouse as well. Um what? Hamburg well, that's where we're going to be at the on the 24th of July. Hamburg, at, PA. Uh, Hamburg PA. Oh, WWF used to be there. W- yeah. No, no, it's all right. And then uh, I was a part of a group. Uh, I did a little bit up in in um, Triple WA, uh, Wreaking Havoc, which I took that and we did it a couple other places. You know, it was uh, me, Big Mo, Tony Reyes, uh, I think Hardcore Kitty, who used to uh performed there she was actually part of it at one time that's funny. and i think we actually i think we actually introduced draven blaze as a part of it when uh he actually turned on the puerto rican of 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 um dj danzar <laughs> people would think danzar was going to go with us and here it was uh draven blaze at the time uh then um we're getting ready to wrap it up soon by the two minute warning i guess yeah <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'm gonna speed through this. Uh, I was a part of a group called uh, the New Era up in Grand Slam Wrestling. Uh, we did some uh, great things. It was the feud of us against the company, as like any other place has. You know, you got a group try and take out the company, but then eventually, uh, the New Era broke free. I actually stopped wrestling because I got hurt. Then I I I was attempting um, a Frankensteiner off the top rope. And what happened was uh, the ropes were were old school ropes, and they it just I didn't get that spring right. like they you do off nice. cables. And here I missed his shoulders, oh. and I came down on the top of like between my shoulder blades and my neck. And the thing was, and he took the boat onto a ladder. So, but the the good part about this was. It was a last man standing match, so it made it legit when I stood up last. But then, as soon as the ref counted ten, I fell, I crashed. So that was my last match. Uh, it was my last official match, uh, and then I transcended into managing, and we came up with the purge, and we had a nice big group of guys that I managed to different championships. Right. Then I started teaming. My group started teaming up with Phil Stamper's group. The United Stamper Alliance, USA. Wow. I'm, just, I'm just giving you this really dirty look because of the one last time I, you know. Yeah, so. Got beat ah. up by you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, 
uh, yeah, we had so much fun with this. Uh, a, a lot of great uh, angles and stuff. And um, and until this day, I'm gonna say that was my favorite time was with um, me as the purge with the Stamper Alliance together as a clique. But uh, you know what? We're about almost up out of time here. We did a great job on our debut. Yeah. I'd like to thank John back there for. I'd like to thank you, fellas, for being awesome. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, that's it. <laughs> and, uh, John, I mean, you, you woke us up this morning. I mean, yeah. I, you hooked us up. Listen, you yeah. missed without a doubt. That was an introduction. I don't. Yeah. Yes, like, yes, and I, and I, you know, I'm thankful for it. So and you brought a legend into the building. I actually think he helped us win last night. So, <laughs> man, all the energy. I was yes. so glad to meet you, man. Thank you for coming and joining us. Yeah. Uh, just, just, just like I said, sometimes we do get off track. It's freestyle pro wrestling discussion, but we bring it back. Um, like I said, I'm I'm Chio Frost. We got Dr. Ruthless, Dennis Reaper, Frankie Frizzo. Not Pat today. You're no, Frankie no, Frizzo. No, yes, yes, yes. You got John in the booth. This is Breakfast and Body Slams. And, folks, we'll see you at the matches. Yes. <laughs>